Amen. Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Sorry, there is something stuck to this. Much better. Our scripture readings today are from the New Revised Standard Version Bible, and we begin with a reading from Leviticus, chapter 24, verses 17 through 22. Anyone who kills a human being shall be put to death. Anyone who kills an animal shall make restitution for it, life for life. Anyone who maims another shall suffer the same injury in return. Fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. The injury inflicted is the injury to be suffered. One who kills an animal shall make restitution for it. But one who kills a human being shall be put to death. You shall have one law for the alien and for the native born, for I am the Lord your God. We continue in our readings as we move to 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 12. Finally, all of you have unity of spirit, sympathy, love for one another, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but on the contrary, repay with a blessing. It is for this that you are called, that you might inherit a blessing. For those who desire to love life and to see good days, let them keep their tongues from evil and their lips from speaking deceit. Let them turn away from evil and do good. Let them speak peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Our final reading. For today is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, verses 38 through 42. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, give your coat as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In case you hadn't noticed, today's readings are not exactly in harmony we find a clear contradiction of the Old Testament law. Part of our purpose in this series is to look at the interpretation of the law and understanding of it through Christ. We often have a temptation to believe that everything in the Bible is in harmony with itself and that there are no contradictions, that there is no conflict. And the reason I point this out is because when we can openly accept that there are contradictions and conflicts within the text, it helps us to gain a better understanding of the Bible itself as the unique work that it is, 
compiled over time and interpreted over an even greater time. What we see in our opening from Leviticus is a declaration that anything done will have an equal retribution. If you kill an animal, you have to make restitution. If you harm another, you suffer in the same way. Fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, injury for injury, life for life. One law for everyone to be followed by all. Yet this is called into question as we read Christ's own words from the Gospel of Matthew. Now this is one of many teachings in this section that begin with Jesus talking about what had been said before. Jesus then deftly quotes our passage from Leviticus with an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Christ turns this idea on its head and it suddenly becomes return evil with good. Don't fall into the same trap, but be better. Don't resist an evildoer. If anyone strikes you on the right cheek, offer them the left cheek as well. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, go ahead, give them your coat. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go ahead and volunteer for the second. You could be conscripted by Roman soldiers to go a mile in service. So this goes beyond what they can enforce. What we see in this is not just a pacifist reaction that we often attribute in turning the other cheek. This concept is changing the idea of retribution under the law, but also combining it with a reclaiming of dignity and power. We get an echo of all this in 1 Peter. We are called not to repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but to repay with a blessing so that you too may receive a blessing. Now, the first and I think the most obvious thing that we have to look at with this is the fact that we have Jesus clearly disagreeing with the law as it's written in Leviticus. There are all sorts of ways that we could write this off. We could find ways around it, but the easiest thing to do is just admit that there is now a conflict with the law as recorded by the men who wrote this down. And it's a conflict between what they wrote and what Christ is calling us to live out. That we are more than people who need retribution to keep society running. That we can be better Instead of an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, a common law among many groups. Now Christ is saying if someone means you harm, show them good in return. Step up and be the better person. And I don't want us to take this too lightly either. Because one of the problems that we run into is that we often know Christ's teachings better than we do the Old Testament law. 
Because when we come across Leviticus for the first time, it's often after we have already read the Gospels, already heard them preached, already expounded upon all of Christ's teachings. So when we run into the law of Leviticus, Christ's words don't come as a surprise. And the change feels like it's always been there. We don't experience the shift that we have living under the law and Christ reinterpreting the law of retribution with Jesus upending the system of an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And the problem that happens with that is it downplays the importance that we should put on this. Because we do have a new interpretation that is saying not to follow the law as it's written. Instead of seeking retribution for every action, we live out repaying evil with good. It means there is no longer a rule calling for a life for a life, an injury for an injury, a retribution for every action that we are supposed to follow if we are following Christ. It means there is a new focus on forgiveness and introspection, not making sure that everyone gets what they give, but that we can give better than we receive. Now, there is a secondary aspect to this. And I mentioned it earlier. There is some power and dignity being reclaimed in this situation. And that reclaiming is twofold. When Jesus declares that the old ways are not the ways that people should live out the law, he invites them into a better way. This new way is a benefit personally, but is also a way that takes the power away from those inflicting harm while not being called to stoop to their level. Instead, we are called to turn the other cheek. Now, as I said before, we often hear this as a call to pacifism, a nonviolent plea that can sometimes be seen as only that. Just nonviolence with nothing more to it. We can dive a little deeper into this idea. If we are called to turn the other cheek, it's not just a call for nonviolence. That if someone strikes you on the right cheek, don't let them feel like they have power over you. because of what they have done to you. Freely offer them that they may strike the other. They have forced their hand upon you with one strike. Take away their power and invite them to hit the other. Because now you're in control. What power do they have? if you are the one dictating exactly what they can do. 
Again, what power does anyone hold if they demand your shirt and you decide to give them your shirt and your coat? If you freely offer it, what power do they now hold over you? No longer is there power in their action. You've taken that power back for yourself in showing that your power is not in retribution, but in kindness and in humility and in taking control of your life. And it's the same if somebody wants you to go a mile. They want to force you to be in service for one mile, volunteer for the second mile, just to show them that you are willing to go above and beyond what they thought they could force you to do. And in this way, it's not just the classic nonviolence for the sake of nonviolence that we often associate with this passage. Instead, it's also a reclaiming of power without having to claim power by force the way that we often see power reclaimed. It is showing that there is an even greater power in returning good against evil. And by doing this, Christ offers us all a way to be able to show that we are stronger than our base impulses, that we are better than our need for revenge, that we need not to serve evil with evil just to be able to make it through the day. Instead, we become a people who value those who can do good even in trying times. Those who, instead of standing up to violence with violence, find that they may stand up to violence with the strength of God. Those who need not inflict more violence and perpetuate an already broken system. But those who are willing to do the work themselves to make a better world, to be better people, to be followers of Christ. Christ challenges all of us, his listeners then and listeners today, to be better. He interprets the law in a way that gives us a better path. We are not to assume that the only way for anything to work is to be able to stoop as low as the other guy will go. It is not that we must always have an action repaid with action in kind. Instead, it is that all of us need to be willing to ask if this is the right thing to do. Not what we have been told, not what we might have believed about how to treat others or how they treat us, not that we need to inflict violence upon those who inflict violence upon us. Christ gives us the strength so that we can rise above that most basic call for revenge and to be people of hope. That when someone wants to try to bring us down to their level, we rise above. When someone wants to take control through oppression, we rise above the rules of retribution. When someone wants to bring us down to their level and make us live by rules that they have decided upon, we rise above. We are not called to be a people who always seek revenge, but a people who offer forgiveness. Not a people who can seek retribution, but a people who reclaim power through compassion. 
that we can demonstrate that we are more than simply a need to be the best, a need to feel powerful, but finding that true power comes from being able to do good in the face of evil. And so when Jesus changes this and reinterprets the law, he's offering us the better path, the better way, the way for all of us to be able to live and learn together without always resorting to bloodshed and violence, without always resorting to having to take an eye for an eye until the whole world is blind, showing that true power comes from the strength we find in Christ to repay harm with care, that we can face evil with good and always rise above so that we may be God's children and a people always of hope. Amen.